than every hour of every day. UnionPowerRadio.com. The facts, dates, and events presented in this video are from the members' best recollection and may not be fully accurate. This video is intended for entertainment purposes only. Always consult with your local union about your rights and duties at your workplace. The opinions shared on this video are our own and do not necessarily represent my employer's positions, strategies, or opinions. All views shared are protected under the National Labor Relations Act. Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. That's right, you're listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. You can hate me now because you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. That's right. You need people like me. You need people people like me me. so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Me. I always tell the truth. Even when I lie. That's right. You're listening to the What The Heck Show here on February is the 4th, Sunday. And I just came out of a big, big membership meeting here in Local 804, which I'll be talking about in a few minutes. But there's a lot of things that I do want to talk about. And uh, I know I don't like to get political on this, but I'm just going to say what I feel about what I saw and what happened in the past week as far as Mr. Well, I don't call him Mr. Dickhead Trump was at the palace this uh, this week with uh, Sean O'Brien and the rest of the executive board, which I dislike. Don't don't approve of it. But who am I? Who am I to say that? You know, it's, it's, it's not a thing that I, I like. It's not a thing that I'm going to support uh, because of, you know, Trump is a union buster guy. He doesn't care about the union. If it was up to him, all the states will be right to work states. Right to work states, if you don't know, is not good to have. And some of the states right now are in uh, right to work right now. And, you know, supporting this 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 Trump guy Listen, guys, you you can support whoever you want to support. I, I really don't give a shit. It's just that the Teamsters Union is not, you know, with that. You know, 
anti-union person and bringing him into the hall. I, I, I don't know what the political part about it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And members want to know what's going on. And it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of words going around. I mean, uh, Richard Hooker from 623, we had a little uh, Facebook, uh, 50 people, uh, Facebook page uh, live thing with other guys there and talking about the, the lawsuit. They talked about the lawsuit. They talked about the fact that there's no facts. I, I mean, I, I wanted to know the facts. I kept asking the question, where's the facts? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? What is the lawsuit about? What is, you know, the, 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 the whole story, instead of the half-assed story, instead of reading uh, what you reading, just tell the story. Tell what happened and how these people got to be terminated from the IBT as soon as Sean O'Brien got into office and the lawsuit. I mean, obviously, it was wrongfully terminated because they got a lawsuit, which they won. Um, and the cost was $2.9 million to the membership, just in case you guys didn't know that. And, um, I, I mean, they had John Palmer there. I asked John Palmer to come on to the show. He said he was too busy to come on to the show. But I have a lot of questions for John Palmer because during the, during the, the campaigning for Suckerman and, and Sean O'Brien, he was 100% on board. And all of a sudden, it was a big turnaround after he, I don't know what the story is and why he's on the bench. And his story should be told out there. I mean, because if, you, if you're going to talk about what's going on in the executive board, tell people your story, what you're on the bench for. Why, why did Sean O'Brien put you to the side and cut off all your, your credit cards and your, your allowance and whatever, and you're still getting a paycheck from the IBT, which is the member's money? Talk about that. Talk about why are you on the sideline and why you're turning your back towards what's going on with all this stuff. Because, you know, people want to know. Because all of a sudden, I mean, you was campaigning and 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 rah-rah Sean O'Brien and Zuckerman back then. And all of a sudden, it's, you know, it's a big turnaround. And I like John Palmer. I really do. Uh, you got to mute yourself, bro. So, you know, and if, and if anyone wants to talk, please at the bottom of, of the zoom, uh, reaction, you could just put your hand up to talk and then I'll, I'll put you in to talk. I don't want no one talking over each other, but anyway, um, so Today at uh, Local 804, we had a big uh, general membership meeting, and uh, I believe over 500 people came in, pissed off Teamsters. They, these are piss, pissed off Teamsters because there's a lot of layoffs going on, and, you know, they, wanna ha they want answers to everything. I mean, uh, the, the BAs, myself, also, we explained the Article 13, Section 9 on the supplement in the Local 804, it's self-explanatory. It's just that, you know, the members need to understand the language. They can read, and they'll read it to you, and they'll read it and read it, but they got to understand it. And that's what it is, education. Education going to a union. Don't just come to the union meetings because you have issues or you have, you know, all this. You got to come to the union meetings regardless. 
You know, it's four union meetings in the year. If you make two, you are you are ahead of the game. If you make none, you're, you're behind. And so that's the issue here. The issue is that, you know, guys want to know exactly what's going on in with the with the layoffs. And I you have to know what's going on with the layoffs. But you can assume that the layoffs are due to the union, because if it was the union's, you know, responsibility for you not to get laid off, you won't be laid off. This company does everything as backwards, as backwards. Every time they do something, it's always a failure. It's always a failure. And guess who pays the price? The members. The membership pays the price. Layoffs are done because they're saying that because we talked about striking and they lost custom. That's bullshit because during the pandemic, they had 17 million packages in the, in the pandemic and now they're up to 20 million packages. So they didn't lose anything. If they did lose a couple of, of, of accounts, they are probably those accounts are coming right back. So they're full of shit. They could make moves and not have any layoffs. And by saying that, Everybody that's on the nine five list, there's a there's a there's a building that's everyone's on the nine five list. They they violating the nine five list because instead of laying off the guys and and breaking the routes to eight hours a day, you won't have to lay off anybody because you see guys coming in 10, 11, 12 hours a day. Those routes right there could be broken down to eight hours and not lay anybody off and, and create new routes. But they're not doing that. The company is not doing that. That's why I say they ask backwards. They will pay overtime and all that just to lay somebody off and 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 in comfort, you know, make somebody you know not get any um salary or any any money to lay them off. And this is how the fucking company is. And that's why I always say to you guys, Black Friday is a union holiday. Don't come the fuck in. Don't come in. And another thing I'm going to talk about is the six-day punch. The six-day punch guys that don't belong there on Saturday and is coming to, to make some extra money and not stay the whole eight hours and taking work away from those guys that are laid off. Because what the company is doing is there's more people they bring in on Saturdays. So they'll have their staff on Saturday from Tuesday to Saturday. And then you have the six-day punch guys that are greedy that don't care about your brother, don't care about your sister, don't care about anything. You care about your pocket and making that chunk chain, you know, working the two hours instead of the eight hours and coming in and and just for what? For what? They What the company is doing is pushing out all the work on Saturday and Monday, Tuesday and now Wednesday is, is dead. So what happens? So when, when, when it's dead, what happens? They lay off from the bottom up. And that's your brothers and sisters out there that are suffering because you decide you wanted to come in on a Saturday on a six day punch. Bullshit. You just if you're off that day, then you're off that day. Simple as that. If you're off, you're off coming in for working four hours. When you get up in the morning, you drive to an hour and a half. By the time you get. You know, you get out of work, you wasted gas, you wasted time, and for what? For four hours? So they could pay you actual time? 
when that work could be sitting there on Saturday to have work on Monday, because if they don't have enough drivers on Saturday, they'll push out the work on Monday, Tuesday. There'll be work for your layoff brothers and sisters. You got to think about your brothers and sisters. Stop thinking about your pockets all the time, because, you know, if it was the other way around, you know, you'll be saying that right now, too. Shit, man. Why are they coming in? Why are they coming in? I can't get no work because they come in. They're saying what you could be saying if it was the other way around. So don't be selfish and respect your brothers and sisters. You get five days a week. You get overtime during those five days a week. Why? You're not contributing to the pension on a six-day punch. You're not contributing to anything. So what are you losing? You're losing money because you decided to buy a BMW? You're losing money because you decided to buy a, a $600,000 house instead of a $300,000 house? You know, people got to live. Everyone's got to live. Those guys that are getting laid off, they got to live just as well as you do. So share the profit. You know, don't come in on a six-day punch. Stay home. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids on your days off. Let someone else make money also and not be laid off. Because while you coming in, you're getting the, you are, are totally responsible for the layoffs. If, believe it or not. So I got a lot of people on Zoom. And if anybody wants to talk and say anything about anything, you let me know. Uh, I know Jose is going to be talking about politics. Shit, I don't think I want to talk to Jose right now. Uh, anyone else has any other issues? Now, I know we all have the same issues of, uh, of Sean O'Brien inviting Trump to the palace. I don't like it. Um, I spoke to, I, I sent Sean a text because I wanted him to come to my show and explain what's the logic of him inviting Trump to the, to the, to the palace. And his response was, um, I'm sorry you feel the way, but we have to meet with every candidate so far and waiting on dates to meet on, with Biden. As you know, the way the great answers, whether you like someone, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking this shit up because I'm like, I can't, this shit, it's so little. I, some, you know what I got to do for now on? I got to print it and make it in big letters. So I got to read from far away. Let's see. So anyway, he was telling me that he, he feels sorry that I feel the way I feel because I totally told him that I didn't like I didn't I thought it was disrespectful. I think uh, it's, it's not cool that he invited Trump, uh, anti-union guy to to the palace and trying to get I don't know if see this is not an endorsement thing. I don't, I don't, this this is not an endorsement thing. This is just bullshit, political bullshit. And with all the stuff that he's negative about with unions and, and right to work, that's a red flag right there. It should be we should have no involvement with this guy at all. I don't you know, if if, if Sean wants to meet him on a, on a private level, you know, go to the whatever Florida and meet up with him and private and and talk to him, whatever. That's 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 Sean O'Brien. But. To bring him into our, you know, palace, the IBT, I, I, I don't, I don't like it at all. 
uh, we should and the politics should be coming to us. Right. They should be coming to us because we have one point three million Teamsters, but we shouldn't be in entertaining a person that's anti-union. He's been anti-union for years. He's put all these labor people in his cabinet when he was in, in office that are union busters. Uh, you know, it's just what makes Sean think that because he invites him into the palace that he's going to change up and be the person different than we already know what he is. He's an anti-union person, a nasty person. Anyway, Jose, you got your hand up. What's up? Well, uh, good afternoon. Uh, concerning the lawsuit, I put a PDF file on the chat, and I'll put it. I'll post it on the uh, Union Power Radio uh, Facebook page too. If anybody wants to to read the lawsuit, and it's funny, TDU came out with an article yesterday. And to <laughs> say they won't criticize the general president and his understatement, but everybody knows how I feel about that. And uh, concerning that, those meetings, the forty-five thousand uh, dollar, well, they want to they want to donate, contribute forty-five thousand to the Republican National. Uh, uh, I forget. I think I don't know if it's center or whatever. I forgot what the C stands for. And and uh. RNC, uh, yeah, well, Teamster Mobilize is going to have a general membership meeting in two weeks. And we'll, we, I'll, some of us will discuss it. I'll probably chime in or probably not. People, you know, I'll say what I have to say. But, uh, yes, concerning that lawsuit, the PDF is on the chat, and I will post it up on the Union Power Radio uh, Facebook page if anybody wants to read that uh that 17 page document it it gets a quick read it's actually 14 pages you know so it, it's not a it's not a uh you know a long a long uh read it's a pretty uh quick read so you guys get your facts and then if you want to get the rebuttal you go to tdu's website and read their rebuttal to the lawsuit yeah but you know everyone's talking about it i mean i just fic- i just wasted Two hours of my fucking life listening to Richard Hooker from 623. And, you know, and, the, and they got to explain to the members, you know, what is the lawsuit is all about? Why are they bringing it up? And why is it the fact that it's such a bad thing? I mean, it is a bad thing. It's definitely a bad thing because they're talking about racial. But that's Richard Hooker. You know, anything that has to do with racial, he goes jump right on it. But that's that's Richie Hooker. He that's that's who he is. So and, you know, but, you know, listening to Richie Hooker and this guy Silver from 808, uh, the president. And then you have John Palmer there. And, and it makes you un, it makes you want to think like, you know, these guys never said anything about anything. I mean, Richie Hooker always didn't like the fact that, you know that um, Sean O'Brien was running because he, the guy Bill from his area of the joint council, they don't like each other. Uh, they never asked Richard Hooker to run. I guess Richard got, you know, bent out of shape. They didn't ask Silver to run, so they got bent out of shape. So they went to the opposite side, which was um, 
uh, Viagra. I used to call him Viagra. And so, you know, all I hear is the hate, but it is no explanation. I need to, I need, members need to know the explanation. I wish I knew the explanation if I could tell the members what this lawsuit is all about. I know the only facts that I, the only thing I know is that it was a lawsuit when he got into the office for 13 people that he uh, um, fired. Uh, they're calling racist firing. They won the lawsuit at $2.9 million, which is our money. But what is, where are the facts? Where, where, how did it get to that point that, you know, he's been in office two years and already this is already, you know, settled in two years. So, I mean, in other, in other things that I got, they said that um, they didn't want the press to know about this. And so they kept it on the table and settled at $2.9 million. $2.9 million might not seem like a lot. It is a lot, especially coming out from our hard work because all that money that comes out from the IBT is our money. It's, it's, it's the money that we work our asses off to put those guys in there. So, I, you know, John Palmer, you know, and I was talking to about that earlier. You know, you might be his, his, his biggest fan, Jose, I mean, I, I like the guy. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, whatever. But, you know, there's a story to John Palmer's turning on the IBT. That story needs to come out because we need to know that this is not a hateful thing, that he's doing it in retaliation of talking the way he's talking about the executive board that he's on. And he needs to speak out and say, hey, this is what happened to me at the IBT. This, if he wants to be transparent, like he said he was on the last conversation, then he needs to be transparent. He needs to tell the members why he's sitting on the bench. All right, guys? John Palmer's sitting on the bench. If you guys don't know what that means, that means that he's getting paid by us. Us, because he got elected into office. But he's not doing any union activity. He's on the bench. And Hoffa did that to them the last time that the six TDU, the six uh, people that went into Hoffa Slate, he banned them from going to doing any union business, anything. They were paying them $75,000 a year for the, the past five years. There was, that was money just given in away. And if you add 75 times six times five years, it's a big penny. So they're doing the same thing now. Sean O'Brien's doing the same thing to John Palmer. But the question is, why is John Palmer turning on his own slate? It's got to be a reason why he's turning on his slate. And I want to know that reason. The members want to know that reason. Because how are you going to listen to a person that's saying that he's transparent, but he's not telling you why he's on the bench? And why Sean O'Brien made that decision to sit him on the bench. We have to know about that. Go ahead, Jose. You're next. Well, concerning the lawsuit, you threw out 13 members. Those 13 members made up 72.3% of the organizing department. And why is the organizing department so important? 
So wait, 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 Jose. Let me just—I'm sorry to cut you off, but Jose, what organized those seventy-three percent? What did they organize? I don't know what they organized. They organized zero. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know why they organized zero, Jose? Because they wasn't doing their job. And to do your job as an organizer is to organize members, especially Amazon. Amazon is is a fucking is 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 a disaster right now because we can't even get our foot in the fucking door with Amazon with the organizers that supposedly was doing their job to organize them, it, it, you don't think that maybe Sean O'Brien saw when he got there that these organizers wasn't doing their job. So hey, let me let me get rid of the debt meat first and, and start a, and start a new crick. You don't think that's the that's the way? Why it has to be racial, Jose? Okay, let me let me let me touch on that. When those when those thirteen got fired, seventy two point something percent that got hired after the general president took office were white. And you're talking about Amazon. Amazon ain't stupid. They know who to target when they want workers. They know who. They know which which demographic to go after because they're the most vulnerable and they're not going to speak out. And if you're going to have a uh, organizing organizing department that's predominantly white, and you're trying to organize Amazon or other of these barns that are diverse, it's going to be a joke. Work is the most diverse place that we have. Period. We have people from different ethnicities, different religious backgrounds, different uh, uh, political views, and they all come together for what? To work. To go into that place and make money. So they could provide for their family. And you're going to have an organizing department that's mostly white? It's a slap. It's a slap to the face, man. You have to, if you want to organize workplaces, and, and you have to show the diversity. Okay. How is it diverse when, when, when most of the organizing department is white? White, black, red, yellow, blue. It ain't Purple. no white. It ain't, it ain't no. It ain't no black, red, yellow, or blue in this. It, it, but I'm saying, and what, what is what is the diff? What white. is the difference if someone applies for a fucking job, no matter what the fuck color they are? Okay, if they are, if they applying for a job and they qualify, then they get the job. So and you're gonna so, you gonna tell me? But what I'm saying though, you no say why are you guys are not qualified? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you apply for a job, it shouldn't matter your black, white, yellow, blue, green. It shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. Okay, you're saying that is uh, what he did is fight a, a bunch of Latinos and a bunch of blacks and hide all whites. That's what you're saying. That's what it says on the. That's what it says on the. Line. But that's what it says that's on what it that. Says on the PDF. Okay, file. but do 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 we have proof that that's what happened? Why? Why would they publish that that lawsuit uh, PDF just to make up lies and accusations? I'm just saying. How do we know that that's the case? Besides that 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 write up, whatever they roll of seventy three percent and thirty five percent. Where where do we have to see that that actually did happen? It says on the lawsuit. 
Okay, so I'm gonna write you a, a I'm gonna write you something that I have a million dollars in the bank account and I have a Ferrari and all this. Are you gonna believe it or are you gonna come and see if I have a Ferrari in my driveway? So you're gonna tell me a finding is not is not an actual is not a factual statement. I'm just Their saying are that, just biased. What findings? That's what you're telling me. I'm saying to you, Jose, is that whoever put that together saying that they that he hired now he hired now all whites so is white am i white am i considered white or am i considered hispanic you consider Hispanic. I don't like using that word, but you consider Hispanic. But are you working for the organizing department? Am I no, working? I, for the I'm not. Department? I'm not working for organizing. But John. Okay, Palm, then. But it's, a, it's, a, it's a new point. We know the facts. The facts are in the paper. Well, you're right. It, I mean, it is what it is. If he did that, then he that wrong. Absolutely, a hundred percent at wrong. Because no one should be fired or. Uh, taken out because of their color race. Simple as that. Everyone should be treated equally in the Teamsters. Point blank. And if he did that, I, I don't like that at all. I don't like the fact that he brought Trump into the plaza, into the mix. I don't like the fact that this really, I, you know, this been a shut, shut door for a long time. Why is it coming out now after two years? Do you know, Jose? Guess not. All right. Uh, who else is on? BA. Hey, your hand's up. Go ahead. Uh, greetings. I would just like to say uh, pretty much um, I hear your points as far as why is it being brought up now. And um, that most definitely is a cause for concern overall that these um, that's been put out that this has been racially motivated. Um, if it's not racially motivated, then I was assume that um, that Sean O'Brien leadership will make a valid statement in showing and refuting that's been put out. When it comes to Mr. Palmer, Mr. Palmer has shared his issues and reason being why uh, his relationship is the way it is with IBT. If you're not familiar, you can go to labor video by Steven Zelser out here in the Bay Area, San Francisco. It's on his YouTube channel. He has spoken about it before. For those who may not be aware, I will share a link to the YouTube channel, and you can find it for yourself. I just want to state that real quick. Yeah, but you can't talk about it? I mean, I, I don't know why he's on the bench. Why is why did Sean O'Brien put him to the side and said, you're just going to collect a, a paycheck. You're not going to do any union business. You're not going to do any organizing, nothing. It's got to be a reason why is that. And you said, and the, you said there's a YouTube channel for it? Yeah, you can go to uh, Steven Zelser's um, YouTube channel. Um, I'll share a link um, in, in the uh, chat for those because Palmer Mr. Palmer has come out and spoken on numerous occasions. So, um now, overall, the whole problem, I don't know if he's actually come out and just told everything or stated everything, but there have been some things that have been brought up in certain certain interviews, I would say, that his, his, his issues or his critiques, I would more so say his critiques of what's going on in the IBT. 
So uh, I would just probably share a link and just probably go from there. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, inquiry minds want to know because you cannot be pumping O'Brien and Zuckerman throughout the election to get into office. And that's and, and that's for me is a fake fucking person. That you fucking, hey, rah, rah, yeah, vote for us who, you know, I got their backs, they got my back. And then something happened that is is a turnaround now. Now he's going against the executive board. He's going against Sean O'Brien. He's going against uh, Fred Zuckerman. I don't blame him for going against TDU because he's right on the money when he says they became lap dogs. And I totally agree with, Sean, with uh, John Palmer on that. Um, the other things that I, I want to just get clear is that, listen, if we're going to be transparent, like he said in, with Richard Hooker, then be transparent. I mean, we, we want to know why are you uh, collecting a paycheck from our pockets, from the union pockets, and not doing any union business? Those things need to be put out there. That's transparent. Transparent is if, if Sean put you out there at you know, with, with no with no probable cause, then then you know members should be speaking up on that. That we're paying his salary to represent the IBT, to represent the members, to educate the members, to organize the members, and he's not doing it because he's on on on, a, on the bench collecting you know seventy five thousand dollars a year for the next five years, and Hoffa did it with the six guys paying them $75,000 for the five years, and that's money spent, the $2.9 million spent. You know, it's money being spent, you know? And, and members need to know where their money is going. I'm sure you want to know where your money's going, what's coming out of your, your those union dues of $100, $110 at that. We want to know. I want to know because I get union dues taken out of me, too. And that part of my union dues go to the IBT. Most of it goes to the IBT. So why why am I paying for someone that's not doing nothing and sitting on the bench waiting for whatever? I don't know what for because if you're not going to do union business or do organizing, you're not doing anything for the membership. You're not moving the membership forward. Jose, you still have your hand up. You still want to ask something or you want to talk? So you want to go? Do you want to go toe to toe? No, sorry, I'm on. Uh, I'm on the road. I didn't. I didn't uh, put my hand down. But I think you touch on a good. There's a good question that needs to be asked when it comes to the executive board. From what I could gather, the executive board just they're supposed to work for the members, right? They're supposed to be our voice inside the inside those uh, that office of power. A hundred percent. You know. You know so. If Palmer is listening to the members, right? He's he's doing his job representing the members. Now, what about the re- rest of the executive board? You know, what I mean, they're just collect collecting seventy five thousand because they they're loyalists. Of course, you know. Come on, I mean, you got to be lo- you got to be loyal to the Teamsters. It, all of it. This is this good is good yeah, and yeah, bad. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to listen to the rank and file. You're absolutely right, and I totally agree with you with that. You know, it's a paycheck, but it's a it's a paycheck that the members put in your pocket. The members voted for you to represent them, to teach them the right way, to freaking move forward. 
the members didn't put you in the office to collect some money and do nothing for the members. Because guess what? At the end of the day, the hard workers are the members, the drivers, the part-timers, the feeder drivers, the warehouse, inside, outside, the porters. We are all the hard workers that are making all this money for you guys in the executive board that got voted in by the members. It should be you're the you're voting the members for the members. You you know is is you have to do your job, education, organizing, and making sure that everyone gets every dollar cent of what they pay on their hard sweat. They wake up at two o'clock in the morning and do four cars. Those part timers, you know the the drivers doing 160 stops. Those Guys are the hard workers of the Teamsters. And it's not only UPS. It's all over. 1.3 million Teamsters is Teamsters from all different industries. Different industries that work their asses off to make that money, to make a middle class money. And all that money, when you guys are over there in the office with the nice ties and the nice suits... Those suits are paid by us because we the one who pay and do the hard work there. Simple as that. So when we want people to be transparent, we want Hoffa wasn't transparent. You know, in the beginning, I saw Sean being transparent, like he was telling what he was doing. He was taking these trips around the whole United States to every local to present himself. Hoffa didn't do that. You know, but that's what... Every executive member is supposed to do. This is not a fucking free ride. You didn't get in there just by looks and luck. You got there because the members put you there. The members voted you to be there. And the reason they put you there and and they voted you to be there is to do a job to represent them, to make sure they're educated on everything that goes on in IBT or in any local, to make sure that your, your, your rights are not being violated. That's what the members put you there for, put me there for, and that's what I do. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm a business agent, and my job is, unst- is, is, is never stopping. My job always is on the phone. I'm trying to cre- um, fix problems. I'm trying to do the best that I can, and I get phone calls day in, day out, and I never, ever ignore my members i never ignore my members you have business agents out there that they ignore the 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 members you can call me at fucking two o'clock in the morning saying i need help uh i i I drank and i need i listen if if i'm there if i'm near i'm gonna get in my car to make sure you're safe because that's the way I am. I care. And everyone should care the same way. They shouldn't take this job, you know, like, all right, fuck it. I already got elected in. I'm, I'm in. And this is the problem with nowadays. Everybody wants to get into office because they think it's a luxury. It's not a fucking luxury. It's not. It's a job. It's a job that the members put you there to do and the job that you have to do day in and day out. That's why they voted for you. 
to get you into that position so they can have a uh, representation that they're going to defend them on anything and everything. Now, everything we cannot defend because, you know, sometimes it's you, the member, that puts yourself in that situation. Okay? You put yourself in that situation. A lot of things that business agents cannot do, I cannot do. I can't pull out rabbits out of my ass. You know, maybe once in a while I could, but not all the time. So remember, the responsibility of your job is yourself. And I always say that to every show that I on, that you look at your guy at the mirror. That guy in the mirror is the responsible for your job. So if you do something by stealing a phone, stealing time, taking lunch, not taking lunch, that's you. That's you. The only time the representative comes into play is when they make sure that the company is not violating your rights, not violating the contract, and making sure they're treating you with dignity and respect. But there's a lot of locals out there that it, it, it makes me want to puke because a lot of locals out there, small-ass locals, that they take advantage of the membership and they don't do right by the members. And Sean, I, I, you listen to me. It took a lot from me to convince me that Sean O'Brien was going to change this union to be better. And what I'm listening to and what I'm seeing is not going the way I thought it was going to go. And it's a disappointment to me. It's a very disappointment to me because here we are bitching and yelling and cursing and, and, and saying Hoffa was the the worst in 20 years, which he was, which he was. Now that we got him out, let's change the ways. Let's, let's go a different track. Let's do it the right way. Let's get rid of all these guys that are not doing right by the locals, by little locals out in South Carolina. Those little locals that, uh, that the executive boards, no one challenges them. They stay in office and they buy fucking $100,000 uh, pickup trucks. And it's all because it's, that's got to stop. That's got to stop. As an as a international president, he's got to go visit those locals, those little locals, not the big locals, because the big locals already know who you are, Sean. Go visit those little locals, the ones that the members are fucking suffering in those little locals that are, are, are fucking, they don't have anyone to turn to, to for advice, for education, for anything. Those little locals that are taking advantage of those fucking union dues money and buying cars. And I'm going to get a lot of shit out of this, but I don't give a fuck. Come to me. Listen, if you have an issue with me. My number here is 347-403-0705. You can email me. You can call me, the what the heck show at AOL.com. You can call me. My phone is on 24 hours a day, 347-403-0705. If you have anything to say or what I'm saying is not right and is wrong, call up. Call those little locals, those little locals that have about 500 members that are suffering because you guys ain't doing right by them. Why don't you call up and tell them what you're going to do those, for those members that are suffering, that they're trying to get an answer from the union and they get, they get shitted on. That's what Sean should be looking at. Those little locals. That's what they should be looking at. Anyway. 
Pat, what's up? What's going on? Hey, what's up, Hector? How you doing? So you still? I'm doing all right. I'm gonna be right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just pissed off because you know I don't like what the way is things are going right now with uh, you know I don't know if you're a Trumper or not. But it's not about me being a Trumper or me not being a Trumper. I just don't like the fact that he's an anti-union guy. He wants uh, right-to-work uh, states all over the whole United States. If he gets into office, that's what's going to happen. I don't know if Sean O'Brien endorsed him. I think Sean O'Brien was just meeting with him. I think they should have met in a, in a mutual place, not at the palace. I don't think he should have had the right to be behind, like uh, Richard Hooker said, behind that that platform with the teamster logo on it i don't think he should have been near that i think it should have been a meeting in the privates of sean o'brien and the anti anti-union guy whatever but i'm pretty pissed off that we allow that anti-union guy to go into there and curse our fucking union hall but you know what? Like like Sean O'Brien said, you know, there's a lot of members. There's 1.3 million Teamsters. You know, some of them will vote for Trump and like Trump. And, you know, I get that. I mean, I'm not uh, telling them one. Can I chime in? Can yeah. I chime in? Go ahead. All right. All right. So uh, uh, first of all, I don't dislike with O'Brien talking to anybody. I think he who he wants to talk to, let it be on the, on the left, on the right or whatever. Uh, talk, there's nothing wrong with talking. I think that's my opinion. And yeah, I agree with you that there's going to be a lot of Teamsters who vote however they want to vote. And it has nothing to do with the union. I don't think the union always drives the vote, even though the union endorses people. But I think people vote based on where they live. All of those 1.3 million uh, members, they live in all kinds of different states and all kinds of different counties, all kinds of different places, and they have their own opinion. And you know, like uh, I had a conversation with somebody and, uh, and it, it, you know, the media jumps all over it. OK, because the Teamsters endorsed so and so, whoever they're going to endorse, that this is what it is. No, the members have their own agendas. The, mem the members live in different places and they're going to vote their way. That's how it is. Exactly. And that's what I and that's what I'm saying, though, is that. I don't give a fuck what Sean O'Brien takes. If he says to me, hey, I want you to vote for Trump, I'm going to say, fuck you. It's my right to vote whoever I want to vote. And that's and that's, that's the that's right for point. everyone in the Teamsters. You don't have to, because Sean O'Brien met up with uh, Trump, that means that you, everyone should follow your leader. No, that don't mean that. You make your own decision. I'm not definitely never going to have a grown man tell me how to decide who which way I vote. No one is ever going to. My father, my father never told me how to walk, how to drive. He, I, I did shit my way, and every individual is their way. Just because Sean O'Brien met up with, 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 with Trump, that's his business, right? The only thing I don't like about it is that he brung him, an uh, anti-union guy, into the palace, into the IBT right. uh, office. That's... I'm disliking that at, right there. But it's not going to be Sean O'Brien is not going to say, hey, because I met with him, I want all of you to vote for Trump. Because that, to me, that's not going to happen because I'm a, I, I'm, I'm my own man and I ain't going to let another man tell me what I should do and what I should do. And it's the same thing in voting. 
with the elections and the local elections, the international elections. You never should have any business agent, principal officer encourage you to vote for them. You are the one that should be looking at the candidates, looking at what they could do for you, and looking how they run things, and that's how you make your decision. You never, ever have anyone, myself, or any executive board member, or any anywhere in any local, tell you how to vote. That paper is secure. It's your vote. Whatever you decide is what you decide. No one should be pressuring you or anything like that. Now, there's going to be a lot of elections going on now, local election, especially here in, in Local 804. We have an election going on. Hey, if you qualify, if you're in good standings to run, then run, run, but run in a positive way. Make sure you tell the members what you're going to do to make your union better. And make you better to represent you the right way. Don't go on and listen to guys take saying negative things about the old executive board or uh, how they they did this bad and this bad. No, tell them to tell you what you're gonna do better, and then you know if he's bullshitting you or not because that's what they do. People that run against an executive board that has no issues. They're going to say negative things for you to have the negative bounce right into you. And the negative bump into you, and then you're going to agree to them to do what? Exactly what? Exactly what? But that's, that's the way the nature of the, uh, uh, this, this election shit is. If you run, if you're going to run, run on positive stuff that you're going to do for the members or what you're going to do to the local to advance the local to the next level. You're going to, if you think you're going to get into office by saying negativity about the old executive board, what they did wrong, you know what you do? Say that. All right, they did this wrong, but this is how I'm going to do it to make it right. And then you got a candidate that is interested in your interests, in the union's interests, the local interests, and to represent you in the right way. But until then, you're going to have all these guys that just want to get into office. They just want to get into office. And that's the sad part about it. Because you, sh you don't want to get into office to finish up your retirement. Because those guys that do that are the ones that are going to be the ones that don't give a fuck. They're going to do their three years. And then if they get voted out in three years... They retire and fuck the union. You don't want guys like that. You know, I, I encourage young guys that have more than 10 years left under their belt to re before they retire to run. Run for office. Because at least you're not ready to retire and you're not going to give a fuck in three years. You're going to give a fuck. Because you're going to make the union and you're going to do the right thing. You got 10 years on the line to do the best you can in 10 years. In 10 years. When you, when you bring in guys that are a day away from retiring and they get into the hall, they get in for three years, they're going to do nothing for you. Those guys are going to do absolutely nothing. They're going to live out the three years, get the pay, 
and walk away. End of conversation. That's why it's happening in every local throughout the United States. We're getting these guys that are ready to retire. You're voting them into office. We need the young guys, the young guys that are into the union, that's into the contract, that has not one day or two days left on their retirement, that they have 10 years, that they have to prove themselves in that and then fight for you. And they have 10 years to fight for you in those executive board. I'm getting tired of that shit. I'm getting tired of the fucking fact that I hear from throughout the United States that you have these fucking guys running for office that can't even walk. All right. They they could retire tomorrow. If they don't win into office, they retire. That's it. And that's what's going to happen here. You're going to get guys that's probably going to run again. But if they don't win, they're going to retire. It happened in the last election. They didn't get to win. And they retired right after. That shows you something. It shows you that if you would have voted them in, they would have did no work for you. So you got to be, you got to, you know, go out there and vote. Because if you don't vote, your vote, you not voting is a vote yes for those kind of guys. If you vote, if you don't go out and vote, if you say you look at the, the, the ballot and say, ah, I never get my way. By you doing that, you're letting those particular people that is going to get into office by the hair of the chinny chin chin and then stay there. And then you're going to be like, holy shit, I should have voted because they would not been in there. I would have had somebody at least paying attention. But that's what you got to think about to all those locals out there that are having elections. Think, read, pay attention. Pay attention to who's running. Pay attention. Because if you got guys doing negative campaigning, those are the guys you don't want to be in the office. Because they're only living off of the negative campaigning. If they were positive campaigning, then it's something you think about. Negative campaigning is making you turn against the executive board that's in office now. That's all they're doing. There's no positive to that. The positive is... Hey, the old executive board did this wrong. This is how I'm going to fix it to make it right. If they don't have that answer for you, they're not worth it. They're not worth it. But anyway, whew, it's uh, five to seven. Anyone else has anything to say? It's, Jose, you got anything to say? Guess not. But anyway, uh, so like I said, I'm going to be there's a lot of things that I need, I say, and other platforms don't say because they have certain things that they cannot talk about as far as, you know, Sean O'Brien, the the $2.9 million lawsuit, the, the John Palmer thing. They won't, those other platforms won't talk about those things, those things because of the fact that if they do talk about those things, then, you know, they might get shut down from, you know, TDU or whatever. I haven't heard one thing about this $2.9 million lawsuit from TDU, which is surprising. I haven't heard one thing about Sean O'Brien meeting up with Trump, Trump TDU. But see, that's what happens. 
That's what happens. The good life comes in, and you know you become from watchdogs to lap dogs. So anyway, go ahead, Jose. You got your hand up. Guess not. Uh, okay. No, no. Concer- no, sorry. Concerning the lawsuit, uh, TDU didn't. They did put a, a a rebuttal to the lawsuit, but it was they. It was a defense of of uh, the general president's actions. So. Be that with what it may. Uh, concerning politicians, to me, if if we're going to endorse a, a a candidate, they need to they need to have three things. They need to support the pro act. They need to support the repeal of Taft Hartley, and they need to stand against right to work legislation. You know, those three things are critical. You know, for for the labor movement. Now, I mean, labor movement shouldn't just depend on on politicians. We need to we need to push like they pushed in West Virginia, the teachers in West Virginia and the teachers in Oklahoma. I think in 2016, in two heavily, heavily, heavily red states, they pushed and they and they pushed for what they what they deserved and they got what they what they asked for. But uh, the, in those two states, they could have been fired at any time. But they stood. They they stood firm, right? So a politician needs to support those three things, and they need to truly care about the about the struggle. They need to truly care when 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 somebody has to work two jobs and barely has enough time to see their kids. You know, they need to they need to understand that. They need to understand the fight, not just give lip service. Like out here in California, <clears throat> my joint council. And I think uh, all of California and the Teamsters endorsed uh, Adam Schiff. I'm not going to vote for Adam Schiff. And he was over there in Washington. He met with the general president and uh, the Western region uh, vice president. You know, I'm not going to support him. How does how does he does he support those three things? Right. And then we're, we're and I know you don't like this, but if you don't support a ceasefire and what's happening in Gaza, then I can support you. You know what I mean? So you talked about, you know, the teams just tell us to support you. They're going to endorse this. They're going to endorse that. Yeah, they can endorse whatever they want, but it's going to be the rank and file that decides, well, you know what? I'm going to vote for who I want to vote because they represent my best interest, whatever that interest may be. That's you know, the way it should be. If you have a conservative interest, if you have a, a, a progressive interest, if you have a democratic interest, if you're if you're very in the middle, you know, you're going to vote that way that that votes. But if we're going to endorse a candidate, those those three pillars support the PRO Act, the repeal of Taft-Hartley, and to stand against any right-to-work legislation, then we could we could talk. But if you don't support those three things, we ain't talking. I hear you. And, and like I said, we are our own... We make up our own minds. We, sh- we shouldn't have... Uh, executive board, anybody talk about anything as far as trying to get you to vote for whatever way they want you to vote. They could tell the politics that they could tell he could tell Trump, oh, I'll get you one point. Yeah, okay. That's not the way it works. Okay, we we do our own. We make up our own mind. Victor, what's up, man? Now I just got a question for everybody here, and maybe Hector, you're you might might have experienced this too of. Uh, members getting retaliated against for having like different plat- their own platforms and uh, having like 
other people bringing up opinions, having their own opinion. And now the union getting involved in being like, you're trying to ca cause reproach. You're trying to turn, you know, you're, you're, you're promoting uh, wrong facts, all these things when it's just a platform for people to speak. And now they're trying to get on this person in, in my local because he has that platform because he's been kind of preaching his own uh, uh, opinion. And regardless of what his opinion is, you know, I, I don't think they should be silencing anybody when it comes to free speech or anything like that. I just want to know if you're familiar with that. I know you've, you've had this podcast for a, a period of time. Have you ever had like backlash for it? Have you ever of course. been a, I get, had an investigation against you or anything I like tell, that? I tell them to go fuck themselves. Simple as that. Because first of all, this is my time, my time, my money. No one's gonna tell me how to fucking live my life. Number one, if he's on a if he's on a platform and he's speaking what he's speaking about and is off the company time, off anybody's time, he should be able to speak whatever he fucking wants and tell them to go fuck themselves. And they can't stop him from doing that. So I mean, who I don't know who's who where this platform at and all that. I've been doing this. For going on 10 years now and i got a lot of shit from it of course i got a lot of shit from it i had people that supported it and then people that just dumped me right away and put black men try to blackball me by saying to people don't listen to that to 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 union power radio don't listen to that and that was tdu tdu did that all the time you know they supported the fact that i was doing uh the podcast and 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 the live feed and then when it's now that you know that I don't preach what they what they you know they lap dog shit. Now they saying to other people, oh, don't don't listen to that one. Listen to these guys, the recording guys. They 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 better off. You better off listening to them. But I don't give a fuck. Like I say to everyone, I can have one listener or a thousand listeners. I'm still doing what I'm doing, and I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing. If it gets to one person's ear, and I can. Make sure they understand what's going on throughout the IBT or the locals. I'm going to do it. No one could stop me. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be the fact that someone is trying to stop you from talking and trying to get education or trying to get the word out to the members. Because this is what we need. We haven't had it with the Hoffa, Rajay, that, you know, we didn't have a transparency there. So now that everybody's talking, I mean, as long as you have the facts, as long as that person has the facts and is t giving right information, you know, put it out there. Let members know. I think every member should know exactly what's going on in, in your local. We should exactly know what's going on in the international. We shouldn't be the pre. We they work for us. The international works for us and you should have all the information that you that that you should have by getting the information by the the people that you put into office simple as that so what anybody else victor you got anything else no i just want to see do they have they ever tried to use the constitution or any of your bylaws that you're local to try to silence you well listen in the beginning of my show i put a a public announcement and I'll, I'll see it. The facts, dates, and events presented in this video are from the members' best recollection and may not be fully accurate. This video is intended for entertainment purposes only. Always consult with your local union about your rights and duties at your workplace.
The opinions shared on this video are our own and do not necessarily represent my employer's position, strategies, or opinions. All views shared are protected under the National Labor Relations Act. See, so he's got to make sure that he makes sure that he understands that that he has that uh, th that he's doing this. This is all entertainment. This is our opinion and only our opinion. You understand? So as long as he has that, he's protected under the Labor Relations Act. Yeah, I get it. All right. Jose, what's up, man? I'm ready to close. One last thing. Go ahead. Uh, to close. Tentatively ten scheduled, right? October 19th, the Million Worker March. We need to show up. So, so all these politicians knows that labor is 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 on the resurgence that labor is not going to be a silent a silent uh, uh, a silent giant anymore we need to show up october 19th washington dc the million worker march it's our time to go out there and let the politicians know that labor this is a new time for labor and we're not going to be standing by you know, giving money to politicians for lip service anymore. There you have it. You have the What The Heck Show, Jose, Victor, everyone, and Pat that got on. And thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. The B, I don't know, B-A. I don't know why he says B-A. But anyway, thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. This uh, pod, It will be on podcast. I will put it on tonight. If you missed the show, you can listen to on on. Mixler on podcasts, run, reruns, all that. But we're not going nowhere, guys. Listen, we, we got to stick together as a union. I thought we were going that direction. Uh, I just hope that this bullshit with Trump and and uh, I just I'm so pissed off about that. But anyway, listen, listen to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Listen, I'm going to tell you how it is. Other other platforms are going to tell you only what they what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you exactly what they don't want you to hear here on the What The Heck Show. And also, Richie Hooker is out there right now putting it out there, putting everything out there, and which rightly falls. That's transparency. That's what's letting the members know. But it shouldn't be us telling you guys what's going on in the IBT. It should be the, it should be the IBT telling us what's going on in the IBT and your executive officers in your local. Stay tuned for the What The Heck Show in two more weeks. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone, for the chats. I can't read everything at, at one point, and I'm sorry. I got to, you know, I'm by myself. Uh, maybe I can get a, a, a host that I can transfer the, 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 the questions to, and they can read it out, and I'll answer them. I'm going to get that done for you guys. I'm going to have someone else here that's going to read out my qu the questions that you have. And I, as you questioning them, they're going to be read out and I'm going to answer. And if I could answer or anyone on the, plat on the platform could answer. But thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. See you. Have a good weekend.